Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm good. I'm a bit tired, but otherwise I'm very well. How are you? Good. Very How was good. your I... your stay at the at the seaside? Oh, it was so nice. It was lovely. I do love the seaside, as you know. Um, we were in Whitstable. It was beautiful weather, like cold. So I was multi-layered. I want mm. you to know that I'm in full winter layer mode now. Okay. So, you know, can't really move my arms, but I'm warm. So that's okay. And loved being by the sea. Coda loved being by the sea. Enjoyed going to Chandler's, seeing fishermen sweaters. Mm. That's always pleasing. Yeah, that's very pleasing. Yes. I mean, really, most clothing connected with the sea I like. Yeah. I even like, because there's a little harbour there, and one morning we stood and watched the men unloading the big, big, bright orange net bags of oysters, and they all wear these dungaree things that are made oh, of... Yes. Um, mm. yes, that are made of, like, really bright... I don't know what they're made of, actually. Like, bright colour, like yellow, turquoise, orange, I like, think trousers it... with... It's like some kind of plastic-coated fabric. Yeah, I think so it probably would have stiff. been would have been called oilcloth in the oh, past, maybe. Yeah, I don't yes. know. It's probably not that like now. it plasticky now, because mm. it it's not... You know how oilcloth kind of crumples, but yes. this looked quite rigid so I really enjoyed that because it was just so brightly colored with the nets and the the boats and the flags on the boats and the men in their outfits and the welly boots and just I just thought well how very colorful that's nice that they come in different colors I don't think they're used to yeah no but no they're not like the ones that you know that you go out fishing oh like waders or no mm -hmm. they're, well they're like that but they're I think I don't think they're attached to the boots oh okay they seem they're more like things you'd pull on over your like jeans or whatever okay so they're big and they're yeah they're really bright colors so you don't so you can be seen obviously mm. so I enjoyed them very much mm, that sounds very nice I must look it up yes so that was very good Uh, I don't know if I saw any other seafaring clothes, but that was enough. And so what, what were you doing while you were away? As little as possible, mm. just enjoying being on the beach and walking along, yeah. really, and being staring at the sea. And we also caught up on watching films. Okay. And I, and I really want to tell you about a film. Okay, so which one? Okay, so it's called Greta, mm -hmm. and it's got Isabel Huppert, who is I just love. Mm, She's amazing. And it's got Chloe. Oh, now I can't think what her name is. Is it Chloe Grace Moritz? Oh, yeah. Did I say it right? Yeah, and I like her a lot too. And I like it because it's like it's like a sort of thriller slash comedy slash sort of comic-y horror. So it's it's sort of genre bending or blurring, oh, okay, I think yeah. you could say. And I like it because it's all women who are the real kind of active ones. So there's Isabel Huppert who plays Greta, and then there's Chloe who... I'm just going to say Chloe now because I'm yeah. going to get the rest of her name right. We're going to pretend like she's my friend. <laughs> Chloe, who is Frances, and then her roommate, Erica. Okay? And, like, Frances does have a father. He appears at one point. There is a private detective. He appears at one point. But they're useless. They don't mm. solve anything. It's the women who do it all. So that's very good. Both good and bad. The women are both good and bad. So I liked that because it's it's refreshing. Even if women are taking power by being the bad person. 
And where where is it set? Is because it's she's set, called Greta. Does that mean it's yeah? Not... No, she. It's set in New York, although it was filmed, I think, in Ireland and Canada, and a bit in New York. So it never quite looks like New York, which mm -hmm. sort of plays well into the story. And I, I'm going to have to be really careful because there's bits in it I really want to talk to you about, but I don't want to spoil it, yeah. and I want you to watch it. Okay. And then we'll talk about it again and we can talk about the bits that are twists and turns, okay? Mm, okay. So let me tell you the story. So Frances is kind of a very sad young woman because her mother died. Mm -hmm. And she's a recent graduate from Smith and she and her roommate, both graduates from Smith, and her roommate is very wealthy and her father has bought her a loft in Tribeca, so they live there. Okay. And then Frances works in a fancy restaurant as a waitress in the evenings. And she's quite low-key in her clothes and quite androgynous, Chloe. which I think works well in all of this, is Chloe. Mm. Chloe slash Frances. Frances, yeah. So that's kind of quite interesting that she's quite played down mm. and she's quite kind of lost and sad and I'm not really sure. I didn't really know Boston counts as somewhere where you grow up being friendly. And I don't mean anything against Bostonians, but it's treated almost like she's the country child. Oh, really? vulnerable because she comes from, from Boston. Boston. Mm. I don't know if that's a true thing from Boston, okay. but mm. we'll go with it. Maybe that's how people in New York think about Boston. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. Some. So, some. So she finds this handbag on the subway. And I want to pause for the handbag because the handbag is quite a standout handbag. Not, I didn't want the handbag, but it's quite an interesting one because it's dark green, which I think is quite an interesting color for mm. a bag because that's not a usual color. And it has like a textured I don't know if it's floral, but like a patterned panel at the front and it's got quite a kind of rigid frame. So it's quite kind of not timeless, but it looks like it could come from several different periods. Mm. And I felt there were elements within the costume, particularly for Greta, where it's sort of ambiguous, it's not definitely fixing her in a particular time. And I think that works because there is a kind of fairy tale element to kind of finding this thing on the subway. Because at first it just seems like finding something on the subway. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like an everyday mm. accidental event. But then Frances takes it home and her roommate thinks they should just take the money that's in it and have a spa day and forget about it but she's like no I'm going to take it because the, the woman's ID card is in there so she knows her address and everything apparently people in New York have that I don't know interesting personally I thought you never put your address in your bag mm. but anyway so she goes to find her and this is again very much like I don't know Little Red Riding Hood going into the forest because the house is quite strange because it's like not a particularly salubrious street. You never quite see it. It's a bit anonymous. But then her house is sort of set back. There's like a quite blank courtyard. And then this little house that's quite kind of intricate inside. So it's quite different. And, and I imagine a lot of this happening in the dark. But is that true? Or is it's it... not literally in the dark. But mm. her house is quite dark. Like when, when she goes inside, it's all kind of like deep reds and wood and it it's more victorian oh, leaning yeah. i would say so and also because it's in this courtyard there isn't much light coming mm. in so you're right there Beatrice. you are picking up on <laughs> it because also like when you're in the restaurant it's quite dark yeah and kind of artificial lights and things 
so she goes to see her and it's it's all kind of very like she's you know this supposedly this french woman and they talk and you know they're both lonely and they're both sad and it's very funny and quite camp that Isabel Per Greta, she like keeps playing the piano when she's telling the stories of what's going on in her life. So it's quite kind of funny and weird. Um, but she talks about how how her daughter is away in Paris, so she feels really lonely and lost. And she acts like she doesn't know how to use her mobile phone, and she's very kind of you know out and of time. And what does she wear place. when when Well, this is me. the interesting thing because Karl Lagerfeld is thanked at the end, okay. and she quite clearly seems to be wearing a Chanel suit in one scene where she goes to the restaurant where Frances works. I don't know if it's all Chanel, but it's interesting because it's like, because obviously Isabel is in fact French, we know that, but it's almost like she's dressing like someone's idea of being French. Okay, It's quite kind of played up. So, you know, so she has the Mac and the beret, not like a real classic beret, but a beret-esque hat. And she has little silk blouses and pencil skirts and floral dresses and things. So it's quite a kind of stereotyped, like loose, but stereotyped kind of idea. Sort of chic and feminine. Yes, exactly. And I mean, obviously, I think she's got a very lovely face and she just has her, they're quite kind of rust red lip and rust red hair. So it's all very neat and smooth and lovely. And it just seems like it's these two lost souls in New York who've both suffered loss and here they are coming together. And so Francis is like, well, I can be your friend. I can show you how to use your mobile phone. And you think, Francis, be careful Mm. because she's the wolf. Yeah. And so, yes. Even you just sort of telling me this, I think, ooh. The the ominous air Mm. is there, is it not? Yes. And... So you have this kind of sense from early... I mean, obviously, I knew it was a thriller, but you kind of have this kind of sense from early on that something's going to go wrong. So they just sort of become friends. And, like, her roommate is like, why are you going to hang out with this person? And she's like, she's lonely. I'm going to be her friend. So she sort of goes to her house and they cook together. And it's all very cute. And she calls her Charlie and she plays very Frenchy French songs. And and there's there's like a scene where... There's like a couple of scenes where they seem to be mirroring each other in what they're wearing while they're sort of... Because it's almost like a romance, but it's not a... Obviously, Mm -hmm. it's not a romance and that's not hinted. So there's like a scene where they're cooking together and it's like... It's as though Greta's wanting to take her on as her daughter and they're both wearing black dresses with floral. So they're very much connected and there's another scene where they're in the park and they both have sort of coats and hats that are within the beret family mm. and and i also noticed and i'd need to watch it again to see if it happens all the way through that francis has always has checked scarves which seems in this context somehow seem dissonant like she's confused mm-hmm. but i don't know if that's the case i'd have to watch again there was just something about like there's bits where her, her head and her neck is wrapped in this sort of pale tartan scarf Mm. and it somehow seemed to be her confusion so anyway it gets more and more sinister and there's this amazing bit which again involves the bag so the bag was the key to her discovery of Greta and her being lured into this story but then the bag also unlocks part of the mystery of who or or not who Greta is but what Greta is Mm -hmm. so I don't want to spoil that bit but that's really interesting that you have this like 
double plot point with yeah um, is it quite a big bag i imagine it quite big now no it isn't it's quite kind of small and boxy Mm. kind of bag with a big gold lock at the front so again it almost looks like you know those diaries little girls used to have oh yes locks on it i used to have one of those yeah i did too not that Mm. i ever wrote a diary but Mm. i imagined that i might at some point so i might need one Mm. so so the bag the bag in itself is interesting because as I say, it stands out and clearly you realise why she wants it to stand out. And so she comes to realise something about Greta yes. through seeing the bag again. And she gets really scared. So she she just sort of says, I'm ill and I have to go because she's at her house. And then she tries to sort of just cut Greta off. That's not going to happen. Yeah. And Greta starts stalking her. And there's this bit where... There was this weird bit where early on she'd kind of promised to remain true to Greta and be her friend. And she says, I'm like, you know, my friends say I'm like chewing gum. I stick around. And Greta like follows her back to her apartment and she confronts her because she's obviously just trying to ghost her. Yeah. And she's chewing, Greta is chewing gum, which is clearly completely wrong for this chic French lady to be chewing gum. And then she says, you know, you've broken your promise and you said you like the gum and you're not. And then she spits the gum into her hair, into Francis's hair, mm. which is really, like, it's really nasty because it's really yeah. sort of abject thing to do. But also this thing of, like, destroying this young girl's hair seems really mean and yeah. horrible. And it just kind of escalates from there. But I think in terms of the cost, the, the clothes they wear, it is really interesting as well, the colours, because it's interesting that you're picking up on that even with me talking about it, because I think it is kind of like their apartment is brick walls. So it's quite kind of, you know, rusty, orangey, ready, sort of, but quite bright, brighter lit and like plants and things in it. Mm-hmm. But Francis's character is very kind of dressed down, I suppose because she's meant to be quite sad and yeah. unsure of herself. So she's they're both in their own ways quite anonymous, like people you wouldn't necessarily notice, but obviously each is pulsating with meaning <laughs> and potential within the story. And it, anyway, it all sort of escalates and escalates, and there's this terrible bit where Greta, like she's, she tries to get the police to help, and the police say, you know, she hasn't actually committed a crime, like standing outside your work is not committing crime, phoning you repeatedly isn't. So it's as though she can't get help from the people who supposedly give you help. Then she, yeah, there's this bit where Greta comes to the restaurant and she wears this all kind of like ivory, very Chanel, you know, like suit with a pussycat bow, pussy bow blouse. And she looks really immaculate. And it's really different from the colours she wears at any other time. And it's really interesting because it's almost like you feel she should have been all in black as a traditional wicked person oh coming. yes is, she, is her hair different as well no her hair no i don't think so let me do, i think i've got a picture from that let me look no her hair stays the same mm. but it's and it's got like gold trim on it and you know she, she's always got nice manicures and it's it's all but then she behaves completely dreadfully and gets sort of carted off by the end of that scene and it all kind of breaks down from there. And she is a deep, dark person, Greta. Let's just put it that way. Mm. I, again, don't want to spoil it for you because I really want you to see it. But 
it's really fascinating i think because i mean it's quite it's quite mad and quite silly or not silly but like camp almost because it is like it's it's sort of horror but it's quite grotesque and it's these sort of quite delicate looking women behaving in way, or particularly one woman behaving in ways you are absolutely not supposed to behave mm. and there's like very like she's a piano teacher in it i should have said that so that's why she plays the piano and it gets darker and darker and in her apartment like i said there's kind of like the walls are blood red and there's a scene where she behaves very badly while dancing which i really appreciated the combination and juxtaposition (laughs) of behaving very badly doing very violent things but sort of doing a little light fairy like dance while performing these acts um and she's got, you know, a lovely like sky blue blouse and a kind of burgundy pencil skirt. And it's all very chic and, and it's classic and it's ladylike. But she and doesn't. And yet she's doing these things. Mm. So, so I appreciated that. I wonder what it all... I mean, it's difficult without you being able to tell me what exactly happens. But I, I wonder well, what I it mean, all means. You know, why, why, why are these... Why is it women... You know, just women. Well, I think it's really good that it's all women because women can be anything, even bad things, Mm. you know. And I think if if you had a man who was stalking a young woman, it would completely alter the whole Mm. dynamic and it would take you somewhere else. And it's very good. I think the sort of denouement is is very twisted and very good. And... As I say, the men in it are quite ineffectual. They don't really, you know, the policeman, her father, the maitre d' at the restaurant, the private eye, none of them can really match up to Greta. And so it's it's sort of interesting how that pans out. And it, again, kind of subverts expectations, mm. perhaps, of different characters in the film. And I think, you know, it's not a deep... I don't feel it's a very deep, meaningful film, but I think it's really... Like it really grips you. We mm. had to actually be careful because Coda also got very gripped <laughs> by it and was really watching it. But then he doesn't like it when people get tense or any violence. So yeah. we had to be careful with him. But yes, I do like this kind of lady. Oh, and it turns out as well that she's not even French. She's yeah, Hungarian. I was just. I, I was just gonna ask whether they made her French because Isabelle Huppert is French, and yes, or, or whether that meant something but well, again you might this other layer that she's not she's not who you think she is mm. and as i said her her kind of her style is very french but almost too much or kind of not quite enough it's kind of it doesn't quite i thought quite translate oh that's and interesting that she then turns I, out not to be and then she's not and that mm. really makes sense that it's like somebody thinking i'm going to dress like a very chic French woman, but it's not quite that. That must be really tricky to pull off as a costume designer. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. And I like it, as I say, that there's this point where they seem to be coming together and meshing in their clothes, Mm. but then it all goes horribly wrong and Francis returns to these much more androgynous Mm. clothes and kind of enveloping coat and... Yeah, there's a sense of a chill in more ways than one. And it's very much like a sort of old B-movie. And it's interesting the way the two apartments are used in the restaurant because none of them feel like homely places, but in quite different ways. Mm. 
and yes, you have to watch it so that we can then discuss yes. the whole story. What actually happens, yeah. Yes, mm. because I've been super careful. Yeah, you've been very good. But, you know, I don't really want to be. Mm. I want to just blurt it all out. Yeah. Well, thank so you. You're welcome. That's my, my film story for you. Thank you. You're <laughs> You know how much I like people telling me film oh, stories. Oh, I know you yeah. do. I yeah. know you do. Yes, we we watched some other films, but I'll tell you about those another day. Okay, yeah. And what have you been up to? Well, we've been installing the um, Clash display this week, which... And um, how's that going? That's exciting that yeah, you're installing. Yeah, we're, we're on track. It had its ups and downs, but um, we're on track, so that's good. Excellent, because when does it open? Next Friday it opens. Wow, because mm, yeah. it seemed a long way off when you were originally Yeah, I know. But now it's... It's very, yeah, it's very soon now. So that, that was the main thing that happened. But I also had some students booked in for, you know, for a long time. So, mm. um, so we were doing what we, I sometimes do. We, I just took out a few objects, like eight or something, different things. And we just, they were meant to read beforehand one, an article by Proun. Is it Proun? I still just never yeah. know. This, I mean, I know he's written quite a few about a sort of similar kind of thing. This particular one is about two two um, teapots and two yes, card tables. Yeah, so they were reading so that. It's, like, it's, it's sort of about a particular process of examining. Exactly. Objects, yeah. So we were, and then we were trying this out, and so and that it, sounds fun. Yeah, it's fun. I I do like doing it because I was I was wondering earlier why, and I I think it's because. I'm so often so fascinated by the story of the people behind clothes yes. and then yes. but if that if there isn't a story which quite often that is the case with what we have you know that it, there isn't we don't necessarily know who, who wore it or who made it then when I first started at the Museum of London I I found that sometimes quite difficult I sort of realized that I totally instantly go for the for the personal story Oh that's interesting and where you so it's kind of stopping you before you jump to that stage yeah and it's exactly and it's also if there isn't one what 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 am i going to say about this this thing (laughs) you know it's just if yeah if i can't talk about 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 a person and so i took out i took out yeah a few things and one of them was this dress so they were all into war period and um, the students were actually really, they were great. They, they were really getting into it. Um, but sort of this one dress, I almost put it away again because it wasn't your sort of evening flapper type thing, yes. um, but it was more, much more subdued. And I thought it, I don't know, I just thought it was maybe a bit boring. And then I thought, but that's oh, exactly, I mean, that's exactly the point. You know, what yes. What do you say about something that maybe isn't instantly shiny and yeah. unusual? And so it's, I hadn't actually seen it. I hadn't properly seen it t- or taken it out before. So it's, I think it must be from the sort of earlier twen- early 20s yeah. and early mid maybe and it's a sort of light coral color and it's got a, it's an interesting fabric it's it's sort of a crepe but it's not silk i think it's and i don't know what it is it, it i think it must be some sort of linen wool mix or something it's quite heavy but it's got wow. this sort of grisly crepey sort of texture and it's short sleeved it's obviously a summer dress but it's it's not of a summer 
fabric necessarily. So that's quite interesting. Short sleeved, quite high neck, but sort of square. And then it's got a bit of smocking on the lower hip on either side to make the skirt go out a little bit to sort of gather the material that makes the skirt a bit wider. And then it's got a bit of drawn work around underneath the decolletage and at the sleeves. And then it also got two butterflies embroidered oh. onto it. Yeah, one quite yeah. quite ne- one quite near the shoulder and then one sort of further down. I can't actually now remember where exactly, but either near the hip or a bit further down towards the hem. And what colour are they? Uh, they are also picking up on this sort of corally, so they're not bl- right. you know bright blue or any or red yeah. or anything like that. They're sort of also quite subdued, and it's it looks self-made. It it the hem isn't done that well, and although the drawn work is is done really well, but yes. the embroidery also isn't done. It's sort of nice, but it's not professional. That's what I think yeah. of what I'm trying to say. So that was sort of quite interesting too get to that that's probably what it is it's probably self-made or someone yeah but then also I kept wondering I don't know I just kept coming back to the color and the texture of the fabric and I kept wondering what that was all about but I I and also generally that in the 20s less so in the 30s I think this sort of salmony apricot corally colors why they're so popular and um, I didn't come to a conclusion. Have you got any any suggestion? It might not mean anything, you know. It just yeah. It was also quite subdued. We we had another thing out, which was um, piece of underwear or cummy knickers in artificial silk, and they were sort of deep, deep, really bright purple. Wow. So quite different from there weren't so many. Although we have a lot of those kind of things as well. There, it was quite a different kind of thing. And again with trimming of it looked like lace that was just dipped into coffee for a very short moment oh, wow. which is an interesting combination i thought yes. this sort of purple and then this yes it is yeah, interesting as a word yes. medium brown um lace it works wow. better than you would think me okay, saying this good. yeah good i'm not picturing something good so no no it, it is actually i think again once the student who looked at it said it it was obvious but it was probably meant to be a skin color but that hadn't really computed i just kept thinking right. why do you use purple and then this sort of yes. odd odd color but so that it's so this dress is very different from this sort of very bright bright thing and i just thought I just kept thinking there there must be something in in it, but I I, I don't mean, quite you, know. Really, they may not be worn by the same person. Oh no, they weren't. No, no, they weren't. Mm-mm. And I suppose there's also the thing of wearing being bold enough to wear bright underwear, but not outerwear. Yes, I, I guess so. Yeah, I guess, and also we were and wondering. Also improvisation. Sorry to yeah, interrupt, sure. but just like what you have. Mm. to make things from I was guess. The, so the lingerie was was handmade too I mean self-made no um, I think the lingerie someone had altered sorry, it that coder is really groaning oh really he obviously doesn't want to, us to talk about lingerie no, maybe it's the word it's very improper yeah no someone had the um cami knickers they didn't look well made either but they looked more right. like cheaply cheap ready to wear that, uh, that would be my hunch whereas they were definitely machines on but not super well you know it looked like yeah. quickly done whereas the dress really looked 
someone had put in quite a few hours. You know, the, the smoking itself. You know, there wasn't yes, much smoking, yeah. but there was a bit of smoking. And it's almost like that person was practicing their craft skills. That's such a good point. I think that is probably. Yeah, it could have been something you do at school or something you you. Oh yes, it you could know. be because that would explain the strange fabric to seasonal shape. Yeah. Combination because you wouldn't. You, I mean, so often with school things, it's what you have at home. Exactly. Yeah. No, that could be very much that. That makes it a lot of sense. Like a lot on a summer dress that's not brilliantly made to do drawn work. Yeah, and particularly, particularly the butterflies, they were almost a bit, you know, we were wondering, you know, we were trying to, I know this is very subjective and doesn't, Mm. you know, it's not, not necessarily what you come up with is true, but it sometimes still helps you think about things. So we were trying to imagine who would, who would have worn it? Was it an older person or younger person? Mm. And the butterflies made us all think, oh, it must be a younger woman. Um, which might, you know, might not be true, but they were a bit like, they were nice, but a bit unnecessary. You know, there yes. was already quite a lot going on with the drawn work and, and the and smoking. I and I suppose you'd have to, do you think, because you definitely get those colours in, in fashion illustration, although a lot of fashion illustration is black and white in that period, obviously. Mm. But I wonder if there are, national slash regional variations in colour and also do you think there's any because I know like say in the 18th century you know that you're going to find quite different colours in a museum store yes. storeroom to what you see in Portugal mm. do you think that in any way continues yes I think that definitely continues um, particularly I was looking into particularly underwear and the colours of underwear and and when you look at catalogues from the period, you know that I think it's because of the artificial dyes, and I I still think artificial silk. I'm still wondering whether that takes dye better or is more vibrant. Mm-hmm. So you, when you look at the underwear catalogues, they have the most crazy colors wow. for their cami knickers, you know, and it's often they often use flower names because. It must have been really difficult, you know, you just get a black and white drawing and then you yes, you order your underwear and you have basically no idea what, what you're going to get. So it's it's literally like apple green or <laughs> lemon or hel- heliotrope or, heliotrope or or things like that. And But having said that, I took out these sort of purple cami knickers. They are in the minority, the bright things. Yes. The majority is the salmon. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it definitely, definitely continues. How you see a, a period is not quite, I think, what what survives at least, yeah. Yeah, because that's the other thing, it's what survives. Mm. But oh, it's, that's very interesting. It's interesting what you say about that they might have just chosen a fabric that they had and I'm now trying to wonder what you would normally do with this fabric because it is, maybe, maybe it was just that it seemed to be a summer dress and it feels more like it should be maybe used for a blouse or for a for a right. suit for something long sleeved it's just it's just didn't but I mean, then it, it be war- sorry go on but then if it is a sort of if it has linen in it which i which the reason i say that is because it was quite heavy and i just didn't yes. understand why it was so heavy um that could of course then also mean that it works really well for summer i don't know well yes i mean could it also be one that was more 
about being worn indoors than outdoors. And also, if it was worn in London, it's not always hot in London in the summer. That's true. Yeah. No, it could. That could also be the case. I mean, were there signs of wear? Yes, there were. Um, there were not so much signs of wear. It's more. I. I did wonder whether it had been on display at some point. It was a little bit. And bleached is saying too much, but um, the color had gone a bit at the shoulders, mm. and almost like if you put it on display, it sort of had gone. It. I don't know. I don't know how you would have got that effect from it well, just sorry, hanging could somewhere. Ah, oh, that is interesting. Mm. But I. I can't quite see in what was context. Was it a uh, You know. This is what you will produce. What you know, do you that mean? Hung up in a schoolroom or in a possibly, yeah, studio yeah. Like, I, yeah, could have been. I was I thinking more it at is the museum. Weird to have the shoulder isn't. Oh, that it happened post. Yes, yeah, it had oh, come to the museum. I think, if I remember correctly, it had a sort of sixties number on right. it. But it's in so, some ways interesting, but also a bit unremarkable. I don't quite know yeah. in what context you would have displayed it in a way yeah I wonder yeah it would have been interesting to know if it had been displayed and what people would have used it as an example of because that's what we often do you know we use objects yes. to make I some sort of yeah. point and I don't know what point this would have the point made. is never use more than one craft technique yeah on your dress maybe maybe that's that's a good point actually <laughs> I think that's really that's yeah, we should end here, I think. I think okay. this is our lesson. That's our statement. This is our lesson, today. yes. Okay. 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 Since I have no craft skills, I think I'm pretty safe. Yeah, I don't think I have many, you know. Oh, you, yeah. More than me, but yeah. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Okay, marvellous. Marvellous. Off well, we go. Yeah. Well, speak okay. to you next week. <laughs> speak to you next week. Bye. Bye.